All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Fobcast podcast. It's the podcast where three fobs talk about random stuff that happens. Wait, what? Oh, never mind. It's a. They really got the wrong podcast going. All right. Let me let me do the intro. No, Welcome to the ah! Fobcast, the podcast from a bunch of fobs looking at business, politics, and tech from a teen's perspective. Today, we're talking about something that's pretty interesting to us, and it's called 5G. Katia, do you want to tell us what 5G is? All right. 5G. Is a new type of cell phone technology. That's basically it. But okay, so let, let's let, let's dive deeper into what exactly five G is. So like, okay, all of you guys know what like three G is, right? And like four G. Like you it's know, rhetorical question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you're on your phone, you look up in the left corner, you see like the four G thing, right? So like basically, five G is a higher level of that. But like you probably like, oh, it's just another gimmick. Like you know, it's probably a little. Faster. Yo, I already have five G. It's not real 5G. We're gonna talk about that, okay? Um, <laughs> so, so basically, okay. So let, let's talk about the history. So, like, 3G um, and like well, it started at 1G, yeah. then it went to 2G, and, and then 3G. so on. So, like, let, we're gonna start for reference from 3G, and that was like the basis of the internet. 3G was when you could like start surfing the web and like stuff on your iPhone, right? Because like iPhone 3G. And get eaten by sharks. Yeah, <laughs> and then 3G. So okay, so then when 4G came out, when did 4G come? Out? Like, came out like a few years ago. Yeah, a few right? years ago. Like, like 2013, 14. Yeah, something 13, like that. 14. Recent time. But like 4G was about usually about like faster connections. But like basically the evolution from 4G to 5G is like so much more because it unlocks like an entire like more industries and stuff like that. Well, okay. So just for, for you know, for relative purposes or measuring purposes, I don't know the phrase, but it's, it's 100 <laughs> times faster than yeah. current cellular connection. It's yeah. 10 times faster than our past than like the fastest home broadband service so what uh, it's not like you know what experts are trying to say is that you can download a two-hour movie in a matter of a few seconds yeah when like and that's cool that's not all that's not all <laughs> whoa okay <laughs> that's not what all. else because it it sounds frivolous when you say like yeah guys you can download a movie in 10 seconds be blown away but like think about it now like when you go to download a netflix movie like when you're on data on 4g it like usually takes i would say three or four ten minutes right like sure around that sure. Well, if you have high speed 4G data, um, well, but I like, have <laughs> yo, I, Sohan, yeah. studious kid over I, here, yeah, <laughs> Fob, <laughs> what a Fob, I'm kidding, right. okay, so, so, um, 5G was basically much more because it allows for that speed, but then also like connections and responsiveness that like allow self-driving cars to connect like across the world. Elon Musk wants yeah, to know basically. your location, <laughs> yeah, and, and not and, not just self-driving cars, it will massively impact the usage of drones also well yeah drones have always been there like. yeah but drones they're just going to be even more efficient yeah, but like because another... you can kind of remotely control drones to an extent yeah but like that has never been able to be done before because 5g basically uses shorter wavelengths yeah and like basically it's this super fast thing that's going to speed up the entire world and it's way more powerful than you guys will ever think it is right and it started rolling out originally at like the recent winter olympics that was the first time they implemented yeah, yeah it. i think india has already has yeah. india and like most of the, you know um, eastern asia already yeah. has it's it's become kind of a it's become like a citywide thing yeah. like it's not really a nation and like the the implications for what 5 you could do for a nation if it were the first to kind of implement it widely is massive yeah basically it's like okay. it, it, it'll enable like yeah. a smart city like because like everything will be able to be connected and like you know how everything is connected today but like 
like literally things will be connected like on the instant like literally right, your phone could right. be talking to everything in your house and receiving data like instantly it could be like controlling your car on the other side of the world i don't even know but like and, stuff and according like that. to some sources 5g will enable 12.3 trillion of global economic output so by 2030 so everyone's gonna be everyone's gonna be rich <laughs> i don't know about that yeah but right. like the thing is it's it's something that with the global uh it's been global like literally all these nations have been trying to acquire it and basically all these you know modern nations have even acquired it like from switzerland china japan uh australia norway but some of the biggest competitors today include china the united states and europe because china <laughs> yeah mean. so we're now we're gonna get into that so pretty much china and it's you know I guess uh, the company that it you know supports and invests in Huawei have practically already created and perfected the technology of. And sources say they're years ahead of where we are. Right. So. So, and that's you know putting the United States in a pretty bad position, mainly because Huawei and China have already been able to sell and you know spread out the usage of 5G. So as I was saying before, most of Asia already has 5G. And so yeah. why why does China want to be? because because of the economic so what well, happened that's, was that's, that's one reason what happened was reason. no we won the race to 4g right that's, no, it's, it's it's a matter of national pride yeah. think of it this way europe was the first to kind of adopt 2g yeah, 3G, japan 3G. was the was kind of like the vital power behind 3g and the us and silicon valley was kind of the pioneer of 4g yeah, and we so have, being we had the so first much yeah. economic benefits yeah and being the first to 5g besides just the obvious economic benefits would cement china as kind of a global power global leader in tech which china wants to be seen and as. and they've already been doing this since september of 28 like right. even earlier than that they've been developing but one of the biggest like things you might have seen in the news today was like china supporting this company called Huawei which is basically the apple of China, like the other half of the world. Sure. And so the interesting thing is, yeah, Samsung, Huawei has been a huge company worldwide, but Samsung it hasn't managed has to like make a dent yeah. that much in U.S. markets. Yeah, Why do you think so? Because they got banned. <laughs> before that, even before so that. So basically, so we have to understand that in the world, there are three major phone competitors. You have Apple, you have Samsung, and you have Huawei. And, okay, now. and Huawei makes like phones. I think like the OnePlus. Uh, ten, one no, OnePlus is a different company. Oh, different brand. The but they're successful. Uh, like I the have thirty no clue. Okay, okay I no. Don't know this Huawei. Shit. Huawei makes its own phones, and, which are pretty, and, pretty, pretty good phones. Yeah, pretty and let, let, so basically, um, you see like the sale, like Apple, Samsung, and Huawei sales, whatever. So like, where? So like, is that? I don't know. It's it's just search it up. But like, um, basically. Like Huawei and Samsung have always dominated. I think it goes Samsung, Huawei, and then Apple when it comes to sales of smartphones overall. And that that has to do in the part that Huawei has access to the greater market. Yeah, but and then also Samsung. You know, people may be questioning how is it Samsung? You know, is it so high up? It's just because Apple has its own. You know, niche. Uh, yeah, no, that too. But then also it makes its own software, right? Well, Samsung uses Google, more like Google, yeah. right? So Android. they use Android. So it's a lot easier and cheaper to make. And speaking of that ban that we're talking about, so Huawei, if you haven't heard, I think a couple months ago, Trump said they he signed President an exit. Trump. President Trump. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we don't want to get like. Okay. So he, he he signed um like a ban that basically banned all Huawei products from receiving um software and hardware okay, from the United States. Let's discuss why he banned it. Well, because to there's protect stash. our industry. That's that's they're not just, that's not okay. Just so it. there's two. So there's there's yeah. another reason. 5G. So Huawei, when when 5G is basically like released on a wide scale, all the major 
companies that produce 5G will have to replace their media kits with ones that are like compatible to 5G. Yeah, so like the thing about 5G is, is that the phones itself have to have a different chip inside. Right. Like it's so it's not these, like your phones will automatically upgrade to 5G like overnight when people put towers in. You yeah. have to get a new phone that says that's 5G enabled. Like Samsung just came up with the S10 5G whatever and so, they're rolling that out. And companies they want to obviously they want to replace them the their media kits with whichever option is cheapest and plus they also want to do with their own right i guess would you say i don't really or like you know would american based yeah like you know i mean in a way so basically he wanted to protect our american industries as a whole and and also kind of they wanted to kind of replace it with huawei as an option as opposed Mm. to like ericsson or other brands because huawei is much cheaper yeah so and there's a belief that huawei might be used by the Chinese government this is fine there's always there yeah, okay so pretty much Huawei and I guess like WeChat and all these like main like these huge, huge things Chinese, in China like Chinese manufacturers and like companies and all that are all pretty much sponsored by China mainly because it is a communist sort of you know government and here's that the thing controls everything, the founder right? and CEO of Huawei supposedly has ties to the Chinese military and the communist party so it makes it everything and he sketch. was everything he was a part sketch. of the people's army um, and is a lifelong member of the chinese communist yeah, party but w- another part where it's like really interesting when it comes to huawei's phones in general is that you know how they run android yeah so android is licensed made and produced and supported by guess what google an american company so one of the things that people started questioning about huawei especially like tech analysts and people like that it's like how are their software updates going to be renewed over time and be supported if they don't have rights to google's products so that's another question that huawei was forced to combat and it's really putting huawei in a really hard situation because a lot of their chips are made by american com- companies a lot of their software especially their entire software runs on android which is a google co- i mean which is run by google so all that is blocked for huawei but huawei was smart about this and well you know what they've been doing for like the years and even earlier is they've been like backlogging a lot of the chips and like storing chips over the long term to, to make sure they have a supply for over the years. Is that even legal? I don't know, but like they've been they've been they've been keeping more. Like right. and it I mean they have every right to do they're buying the chips. Yeah, so I guess so. It makes sense. But, but like, like were they taking like Google software and stuff? No, not their okay, software. Okay. Their software it has legal rights okay. that it's, Huawei has licensed. See, but, but it's Huawei's like, Yeah, no but now else. their rights can't be renewed because they're they're banned yeah. um but like see like i just went to canada and like i saw advertisements for huawei everywhere right literally like it's it's literally like an apple around the world like it's that big of a thing it's like almost close to samsung's i mean even samsung scale so if you think about it, like the three major like apple huawei and samsung but it's everywhere and then the u.s just banned it which is you know made national like international headlines and stuff right okay so, so i have a question do you think you know president trump and you know the federal government is making the correct decision to ban huawei when if you know if they do do business with huawei and you know get all their 5g tech well, and all here's that, the thing they here's could the have thing. like you know great economic you know but growth well the, it's the idea is behind the ban is kind of we don't want china to spy on our technology and the real question that brings up is will huawei be used by the chinese government and that's a question we have to i mean ourselves. Like, I think the main, the core root of it is, like, the first thing is, like, the economic thing that people have been focusing on is, like, the America's not going to win this race, we're going to lose jobs, we're going to hit, like, an economic recession. Sure. All that stuff because of our lack of industry and China's power. Obviously, that's, China's power has always been this big. 
question in the back of my mind. And then I think all this spying stuff and rumors and stuff, and maybe even real legal, like actual evidence support came out to support that claim to prove that, you know, our, it, it's well, gonna- Well, here's the thing. There hasn't been, thus far, there hasn't been yeah. any sort of smoking gun to implicate that Huawei has like spied for China in the past. Yeah. But a law professor, uh, let me, let me pull up the, okay. So a law professor, that the the uh, states that the question isn't whether Huawei has spied for China in the past, but rather does China does the Chinese government have the potential to make Huawei spy? Yeah, like does it have the power probably, to bend Huawei? They probably haven't. Let's be honest. They probably haven't, and they probably the chances of the them past. have. Yeah, they haven't. But like. That possibility still exists and it's just another reason for the our government to ban it you know you could just always say there's spies and there but like, could be spies. but like the main thing i think is it's protecting our industry as a whole like today like our wireless industry has supports over five million jobs and then experts believe that 5g has the potential to create over three million more jobs and not only that it would add like about 500 billion dollars to our u.s economic growth but like one of the most interesting things is like one in a hundred americans would have a new 5g related job all right so but, like okay if we're thinking about it that way and you know there's so many benefits coming from that yeah. we're not willing to partner with china or huawei or anything like that right why it has the u.s government invested anything have they you know how much money have they invested into like apple and all these other like you know or into their amazon. own just look at amazon like science like to just to, you know to create 5g for americans like, have they done anything like that i mean i think well, they haven't supported. They've, they've definitely supported the, like the network companies in Silicon but Valley as But not to the whole. extent that China has. Yeah, because China is way more focused on this than America is. It's because, because they're communist. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I but mean, like, in a manner of speaking. Right, right. But like one of the funniest things I've seen out of this entire story is like how America is trying to combat this because we know we're so behind. We're 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 losing this race. That's what even experts say. But like one of the funniest things like maybe you guys have seen like on your iphones or phones like if you guys have at&t you might see the 5ge thing yeah have you seen that yeah seen it's that. not real 5g it's literally just 4g but they're just putting the 5g as like 5g in process like it's like a super it's like a little faster 4g but it's not officially 5g so whenever you see that 5g thing when you're out on data it's not real 5g but right. america's just putting that to say oh look we have 5g yeah. we're pushing for 5g so like that's how desperate we are to have 5g like that's how much we're pushing to get it but we're not yeah. we're not there yet and we're way behind china which really shows how much how how much of a big deal huawei has on this whole thing and how it's really going to be the future like there's so many possibilities with that technology that it's insane like you know like how we well, how we recently gained access to the internet and like that revolutionized their lives i mean we don't know the the scale of it because we grew up with the internet but especially our parents and older generations know it but this next level of 5g would definitely be something that we see remember and like experience as a whole completely revolutionizing our lives like it wouldn't be like it would just be a level up like a never right. like just make everything and easier it's, it won't be like an incremental step it'll be a gigantic it'd be a leap of, yeah a gigantic a leap. leap and uh, then and companies are actually getting ready for this so i was just, yeah. I just googled this stuff up but it's like apparently apple's like its new models in 2020 yeah are going to support be ready. They're, they're going to be able to support 5G, and they have right? to because their competitors are ready for five but have they even developed 5g yet yeah. like that's the thing there, right? there's a couple there's verizon rolled out all right yeah i saw like an app yeah. on that and then i think uh 
I heard that, you know, Apple is buying into Intel and like, you know, they're getting chips. Yeah, ready even chips are, yeah. So yeah, for that. That's like shows the other scale of 5G is that it's not just like putting up cell towers. It's like developing chips, developing faster phones, developing faster TVs, developing like faster everything so then it can match 5G. So it's not, 5G is not just like another network level that's like in increasing our internet ability. It's literally making everything around us like 10 times faster. Like that's the next thing. Like, And consider the implications for the military. Oh yeah, there's yeah. like, there's actually, I mean, there could be a ton of possibilities. Like, even Well, yeah, going back to the drone thing, right? If you're able to control, like already the, you know, the Air Force and all that already has their ability to pilot unmanned missions via drones and you know but now it'll be, with 5g it will be much more accurate right much more not intuitive more not more active but like more responsive right right that's what he just yeah said. yeah but like, like and think of it this way a surgeon at like some army base in america could do surgery on a Great. On like I'm done. Let's get back on track. So some like army surgeon who's in a base somewhere in America could be doing a surgery on a injured soldier through a robot. On the other side. Yeah, on the other side of the world, like in the Middle East. Because like the response times through 5G and the internet would just be immediate. Yeah, and like so they can kind of control a like a surgery bot remotely to do a surgery yeah. which is what a bot yeah and then yeah i mean but like it's you know have you guys heard of like the internet of things like yeah the, like i've heard of it that every like eventually everything's gonna be connected right to the internet yeah let's and, let's like, explain it more in depth for yeah so like basically it's like this giant theory that like all these smart machines that we're developing today and like that all have access to the internet will will somehow have this level of intelligence and connectedness that will control our lives for like you know in the coming years so like this is another step towards that idea of internet of things like how everything's going to be connected and it'll literally revolutionize the world and also i think sure you know 5g is this huge step you know we're going to be able to talk to people from like i guess like to india but like geez, there's not gonna be like i don't know i'm indian okay but that's, well, that's, 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 that's definitely a minus when you think that if you have to talk to your relatives in india all the time uh, sure. oh yeah that's okay a, that's, that's yeah, sure let's uh, right, but okay. still there's also i guess the scary factor you know going you know the internet of things there's a possibility that 5g could lead to that and you know the takeover of human life via ai you know that's scary but then also i'd like to think like going back to robots being able to do surgery uh i there is a story on cnn um that was like they were they were they were uh talking to a radiologist that was you know looking into how technology actually lowers like the um like the mistakes that radiologists mm-hmm. can have so usually a radiologist will miss 30 percent like uh, of things that show up on like an x-ray wow. span while technology like yeah. ai <laughs> ai will actually be like it only misses one percent of stuff right Day. so they were talking like so with 5g you can see like I, I think it's plausible to think that the amount of jobs that are in you know the white collar jobs like doctors engineers mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff can you know decline because off this increase in a like you know potential of ai and all that so that's also kind of scary yeah. and but that's always been a question well there's kind of, but, there's, but, like, there's the diverging is, opinions on whether ai will actually like uh, 
take over. So I was reading a book by Peter Tile. Elon Tyle. Musk has entered yeah. the chat. <laughs> Peter Tile has entered the chat. So, <laughs> so you guys know he he, he, he was, was like okay, pretty but, substantial. Like, so he was a no no no. So he was a he's like a uh, entrepreneur, venture capitalist. Now Jerry he's like. V. No, he's like in politics now. Okay, so he started. Oh, he started oh, PayPal. And yeah, he was. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's part of the PayPal like the, the, the yeah. group of people. Who PayPal went on mafia. The mafia. Yeah. yeah, and he he was the one who decided to like merge with Elon Musk, and then Elon Musk became CEO. But then Peter Tile decided to fire him while Elon Musk was on honeymoon. Wasn't this like recent? No, no, no that no, was like when PayPal. Like oh, this is Peter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then he like he ended up walking away after selling PayPal with like oh, about. Yeah. 200 million Everyone he started did. that's how you almost started okay let's yeah. get back on okay no what but, about peter okay the point the point about peter tile though is he said that he kind of disagrees with the notion that ai in the short term is a huge threat to like human jobs because he says humans and ai are complementary in a way because they have different skill sets so ai emotions yeah so it's like ai i don't i don't remember the exact percentage but like they trained ai to be able to recognize a picture of a kitten and it only had like not even like 75 percent accuracy like 50 percent accuracy or something really and that's like something a four-year-old can do i know but on the other hand ai can analyze data massive amounts of data more than any human can do so peter tile does that face yeah Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So Peter Tile kind of disagrees with the idea. He he says like AI and uh, and humans are complementary in a way that AI can help humans do their jobs better. And AI will only get better. Yeah. But do you agree or disagree with that? Do you think kind of? I think. Do you think like that'll take place, or do you think AI will be an actual? As of now and the future, we don't have AI to worry about because there's there's something that like AI. They can't do like emotions like we do. They can't recognize face like they can, but like they can't see like situations and like have that awareness as per se at this point that we do. So we still have the upper hand when it comes to like completely understanding situations and problems and like stuff like that. But like one day, I think there will be a day where they surpass us into intelligence as a whole. Right. And that'll cause us to like. Like this is this know. is kind of random, it's but weird. I just feel I just feel like someday, like a hundred years from now, there's gonna be a bunch of people protesting for robot rights, like oh AI God. rights. Just oh be like God. AI are people too. Uh, you can't just work them without giving I, them money. I'm not denying that I can see that happening. Okay, yeah, like, I can, let's get right. back to five G. Yeah. Okay, but like, um, yeah, it's like I I have a quick question. So it's like, how do you think? this whole Huawei situation and like 5G and all, they, how do you think it can play a role well, in the trade? Well, recently, recently, Trump has lifted the ban yeah. on Huawei. So let's talk about that. Well, we're going to be getting into kind of international politics here. So bear with Cut- us. Let's listen to Cotillia from now on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's see. Let's see. So last year, Trump, President Trump, as a move against China... He imposed, well, the U.S. imposed tariffs of about 25% on $250 billion worth of Chinese goods. And then Huawei came up. (laughs) So, and the total amount of Chinese goods imported to the U.S. are worth about $539 billion. And Mm -hmm. the tariffs that Trump imposed are 
covering a wide range of goods from handbags to randomly railway shoes, even shoes. Yeah, shoes too. Are you are you kidding me? What? What? <laughs> what? Is that the first wait, thing that comes? Wait, wait, I don't know. Do they say made in? I don't mind my answer. No, it's it's a Chinese plan, guys. We're gonna overpopulate America. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's like a big country. <laughs> Never mind. Because you, know, you know China had that like one child thing. Yeah. But I think wasn't that a mistake? Though. No, it was, oh, lifted. it was lifted. Okay, well, let's get back on okay. following. <laughs> Thanks, Soham. Okay, wow. Okay. Okay, and then China responded by establishing tariffs of 5 to 25% on $110 billion of U.S. product, including chemical, coal, and medical equipment. So the total amount of American goods imported to China were worth about $120 billion. And this is kind of what you call a trade war. Countries try to hurt each other's trade by taxing or importing tariffs or creating quotas yeah. on each other. And then just to like and then the others and then ban Huawei. Yeah. And a part of that act. Yeah, that was kind of part of it. To protect our industries and to help us win the race. And the reason Trump kind of started this trade war, this kind of pissing match with China is the whole idea of trade deficits. So a trade deficit is the difference between how much your country buys from another country compared to how much you sell that country. So basically, if you buy more products from another country, then you sell to them back. Yeah, and you we, have a trade deficit. And we have we buy so much made in China. Every, everyone buys from everyone China. Buys, so. Made in China. So the US has a trade deficit of get ready, get ready. Okay, we're ready. Okay. So it widened from 43.6 billion dollars to 419.2 billion dollars. So that's how much more Yeah, that's how much more we value that China's bringing to Yeah, that's them. how to us than we are sending to China. And Trump doesn't like this. No one does. Well, yeah, nobody. Yeah, does. I mean the Chinese people. Okay. <laughs> I mean Chinese people. Okay, so he kind of wanted to close that, so he decided to tariff China. And then in that process he Yeah. Let's get to Among okay. among other Okay. Among other he, he banned Huawei in that process. And then like so recently that was a ban everyone it was all over the news and then Huawei, you know, was like what do we do now and they they had some solutions. They could work around some problems. And they're like, "Okay, we'll deal with this." So, and then the, recently in the G20 summit that recently took place. When was that? June, like oh, late June. Yeah, yeah. So, it took place in Japan and China and uh, the US they're trying to work out a deal to end the trade war. And China wanted two things. It demanded those two things. Uh all tariffs that Trump had imposed on China had to be lifted. Mm-hmm. And the ban on Huawei should also be lifted. Yeah. And they did kind of that. That's what we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. So, Trump was planning to impose 300 billion dollars more of tariffs on Chinese goods and he decided to waive that. <laughs> He's just like, "No, nah, I'm not going to do that anymore." Talk what about it. <laughs> and uh he also partially lifted the ban on Huawei. And here's here's what that means. Trump says that US companies can sell their product to Huawei, but with a caveat. Caveat. They can only sell stuff as long as there's no quote-unquote national security issues. So basically, is. Google can still now update their software to Huawei. Huawei can use Google software, and they can use American chips. So Huawei's free, set, and free in in a in a manner. So yes, because it'll still stay on the U.S. entity list, which is kind of like this list the U.S. government has, and that means the U.S. companies to 
to like get bit in business with Huawei, they have to get licenses from the government. And Larry Kudlow, I'm not sure if that's th- how you pronounce it. He suggests that product from the US are going to be allowed to be sold to Huawei. And I think it, that's going to benefit us as well. Like I was reading this and it said like Trump's move will literally boost our Googles and Huawei's other partners who they've Google's invested so much time and money into all these clients, right? Right. Like they've spent so much time and money like, you know, helping Huawei support, you know, develop their software that it should benefit our companies as well. So I mean, it is kind of a win-win, but it's still big win for time. All right. So now we're going to so we're going to take a quick break. Okay, welcome back. Uh I don't know if you went to the bathroom or like if food we would just, just, just sat around just here sat around just talk. Yeah. All right, so All right, just yeah. we just kind of just waited like 5 minutes. And let's take coming. this time to shout out um for the music that we had in the intro, like for a sponsor of not we don't have a sponsor. But just our friend. Our friend, our boy, Lee Young. Just go follow him on Instagram. It's Immortal Blazion, <laughs> and go look at his YouTube channel. He posts fire beats. He's you know he's up next. I'm telling you all. Yeah. All right. Like so, next SoundCloud know, king. Yeah. Right like there. he's he's like the next big thing, guys. Like you know today, like he just released this genius innovation, some flashlight thingy that it's we not might. A I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know what we're gonna talk about. Okay, but right, like never mind. But like just go do just whatever. go yeah just just just, just know just, who Lee Young is. He wrote our music for the intro. He's a god. Okay, let's get back on 5G. Okay, so where did we leave off? Um, oh, we were at like talking about like, you know, how the Huawei ban's been lifted, but it's basically still negotiating yeah. now. So, so basically US companies have to get permission from the US government to like work and sell stuff to Huawei. And Trump has not announced which US companies will be getting that deal. But we're still in talks. The US is still in talks with China because China wants all tariffs kind of lifted on products but Trump wants to leave some tariffs in place just as a precautionary measure in case China backs out of the deal protection yeah protectionism protectionism I don't even know okay yeah that that's okay. okay we learned about that I think I don't know yeah we learned about okay that. So, so basically in the end we're it's still in negotiations but after this Huawei ban being there and it being lifted it's brought our eyes up onto the attention of 5G and the global power that it has like literally i had no idea what 5G was until i saw that Huawei was banned and china and blah 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 and like it really spurred this it's spurring this global innovation race and global power race among nations such as europe like all over the world switzerland australia china the us everywhere asia all those co- continents and countries have been racing for this and it's really this next level technology like it's almost a next space race when you think about it like it because is, yeah. yeah it it unlocks so and, much and just, instead of the soviet union this China. yeah i mean i think the soviet union probably has to develop their own 5g soon but yeah well, the soviet union <laughs> it doesn't <Yeah>. exist <laughs> oh yeah that's true <laughs> Sid, were you even paying attention Stig will be so sorry my fellow comrades all right but so basically it's this amazing super fast thing that unlocks self-driving cars drones you can do surgery on a grave <laughs> across the world. You can do everything with 5G. And like, it's not just like this little next level upgrade. It's a leap for mankind. And, and that's, we'll, I'm not quoting. We'll end like, this. Uh, wait, no, this no, 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 no,
why do you all right i don't think there has been any sort of like criticism of 5g there haven't there's not been like any sort of government officials that said oh yeah we probably shouldn't do this like i feel like with every sort of big step forward there's always been sort of criticism where like oh is this ethical or not to be honest do you really think politicians in the u.s or technologically literally is there an ethical question about this well i mean there there should be right like i just don't there think, should be because i just don't think like it, that many people for such a big issue like there's like, like there's not that many like people Wi-Fi care about like, it or like internet accessibility so like you like, okay no i think so you're saying question. like it should be kind of that thing that's like debated in congress you hear about a lot because i think well just because it's such a huge advancement right, right? Yeah, and then also cool. when you think about it like a huge amount of americans and a huge amount of people around the world don't even have you know access to broadband they don't have internet whatsoever mm-hmm. so i i think it begs the question whether should we be focusing on yeah. getting everyone advanced to the same playing field like, and then getting everyone 5G, 4g then 5g or yeah just, or just, yeah, just advance true. it right so what do, not, 5G, I mean, what do you 5g think? does enable yeah i think we should focus on getting to 5g first because then it's easier for yeah us it's for like for 5g 5g like think about it when, you, goes when, when the just, new phone comes out it's easier for people who aren't less financially off to get the older phone. Like, I don't know. You, well, yeah, it. the older phone depreciates because of... The yeah, new. exactly. So that's what I was about yeah, to Yeah, and it's like, here's another thing. Here's another thing. It The benefits of 5G just go beyond just, like, your average, oh, I'm going to download benefit. a movie. Like, say, yeah. say, say in a country like China, right? I mean, it's a wide economic range, yeah, right? Right. So 5G, the, 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 jo- 5G. the thing is, it, it's going to provide jobs to put up poles and provide jobs yeah. to put up poles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, well, whatever <laughs> six, so signaling devices, signaling devices, it's gonna, it's gonna allow like all these people to put up signaling devices and put up, you know, these network connection cables all over the the country, right? It's gonna pe- give people jobs. Like even in the U.S., it said like one out of one out of ten people will have a job, and like right. it's gonna contribute. Blah blah blah. And we, like five G will kind of make things that we can only so, like, dream of right now possible. Like, yeah, self self driving cars, surgery across the world, yes. things everything. like everything, great, <laughs> everything. But like it, it's it's that's like the whole thing of five G and yeah. Huawei, and it's it's been so inter intertwined with politics and China, the glo- this global race. That it's become this huge thing. And so that's in, why I in short, verbs. in short, to answer your question, Soham, I don't think we should focus on getting everyone to 4G because the benefits of 5G, I think they're going to be much less apparent in like some random person in the Midwest than they would be on a larger scale in technology, mm-hmm. the military, government, and in creating jobs. Uh, yeah, as a whole. So, so in the end, 5G is this huge thing right. that definitely, you know has all these wonderful effects and possibilities and political side effects that we talked about today and, and that's we'll why end I this episode on with a quote so. we are absolutely convinced that 5g is the next revolution and that was said by tim baxter president of the samsung's u.s unit wow yeah that's, what is that's wow. inspiring that is so deep and we're just right. gonna leave the episode on that thanks yeah, for tuning in episodes Reflect on that. Yeah. Reflect on. I don't think there's much. No, it's, there's it's, nothing to reflect. What do you think on. this is? An LA class? No. <laughs> what does this symbolize? No. Okay. It's, I mean, okay. It I was mean, a good quote. Let's be honest. But let's end this episode. Thanks for listening, and tune in next time to the Fobcast. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Cut, Cut that board out. Please We're do.